0: Discover the million-dollar sales page secrets used by the world's most successful copywriters and business owners. This is the Copywriting for Sales Pages Show, and now your host, sales page expert and copywriting egghead, Debbie Owen. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. I am excited to be able to introduce you to my friend, Christine McAllister. She's a business coach the founder of Life with Passion, and the author of the Income Replacement Formula, Seven Simple Steps to Doing What You Love and Making Six Figures from Anywhere. How about that? That sounds pretty awesome. (laughs) She helps high achievers all over the world quit and stay out of their 9-to-5s by building businesses out of their passions. So welcome, Christine. It's great to have you with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, this is terrific. Well, listen, let's just dive right in. You've recently sold your first book on Amazon, I did number one in a whole slew of categories and you're using it to grow your business. Can you please tell us what your thought process was behind why you wanted to include a book as part of your whole program in terms of sales and marketing and all that other stuff?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I love to write and I realized uh, that I had, that I had a story to tell that I had a a book in me as one of my friends called out and saw and so through the process of beginning to write it and then figuring out what message best fit my my business at that time what I decided to do was create a book that summarized the ways in which I work with my one-on-one private clients mm-hmm. to help them do this very thing replace their incomes quit and stay out of their jobs I wanted to create something that was accessible at the price point, that was accessible to anyone, mm-hmm. right? As mm-hmm. opposed to, you know, when we work in a service-based business, uh, more access people have to us, obviously, the more we charge, the more we have to charge for that. Right. So, I wanted to make this accessible, and from a business uh, offering standpoint, to be at, at the bottom of my value ladder mm-hmm. in terms of pricing, uh, and to really get it also to establish that credibility that comes along with being an author. Uh, I have a goal of becoming a speaker as well. I've done a little bit of that and love it. So really expanding sort of the speaking arm of life with passion, and you need a book to do that. And so everybody I talked to about any of the goals that I had for my business, right? Expanding passive income, uh, you know, expanding the value ladder, growing the business, scaling, whatever. Everybody was like, you need a book. (laughs) And I was already writing it. So it was just kind of confirmation that like, okay, like, yes, I do really want to spend my time on this and spend, you know, a year and a half of my life getting it written. And then, of course, working with you, edited and launched.
0: Great. That's right. And uh, boy, if we had met sooner, we could have shrunk that year and a half considerably.
1: (laughs) A thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. And what's interesting about it, in case anybody out there is like feeling overwhelmed about, writing a book. I wrote probably 70% of a, an entirely different book before our mutual friend, Dana Wilde mm-hmm. said to me, Hey, Christine, I mean, that sounds like a great book, but, um, is that who you want to attract in your business right now? And I went, no, who I want to attract in my business right now are people who want to quit and stay out of their nine to fives. And she's like, well, you have to write that one. Okay. <laughs> and, and I so, don't know you had written a different book first. I, oh, that's I awesome. had, I had written this whole book about my personal story of turning tragedy into triumph and how so many of our, so many contemporaries, as well as these historical figures that we really look up to, like Charles Dickens, Abraham Lincoln, Helen Keller, had used some moment of tragedy in their lives to become the people we now know them to be. Mm-hmm. It's a fascinating topic. Yeah. Uh, and very personal to me, obviously, mm-hmm. but- um, not necessarily the, the right place for me in my business right now. So thank goodness for Dana. She was able to see that and go, write this one first. You can come back to that one. And so I said, okay, cool. When I'm ready to go on Oprah, when I'm ready to do the Super Soul thing, like that's that book.
0: That's that other back book. Around yeah.
1: and it's almost done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. So you completely shifted and you changed. And, and so what you got, ended up doing was identifying who you want to work with. Yes. What the problem is. Yeah how you help them solve that problem and how they can, how they can, as ultimately how they can work with you, um, right. either at this base level from a book or further. Yes.
1: Yeah. And you know, it like, to your point of having a really clear message in all of your writing and all of your copywriting, which of course a book, if it's part of your business, really could be defined as copywriting, you sure. know, um, it was, pretty much teaching what I already do and what I'm already working with and put, just putting it in book format. Right. You know, translating it to that medium because right. it's all right here. Right. And it's all what I do with my clients every single day. Right. Just extrapolating that uh, and making it accessible in a book.
0: And, and actually, the book is really kind of like the manuscript for your whole business, you know. And what we ended up working on was identifying the steps that that you take, and you're like, oh, wow, that's exactly what I do, <laughs> and clarifying what it is you do that's so successful for your clients, and how you help them be so successful, and, and I think that that's important for anybody, because that is part of your sales message, you know, the system, can you talk about that just for a moment, about,
1: yes, well, look at this beautiful book that does helps me get out into the world, I'm so proud of, like, the way that it looks inside and outside, and <laughs> just everything about it, are very, like, I'm I'm super proud of this. It was really a labor of love on um, several levels yeah. <laughs> for many people, yeah. including you. Uh, <laughs> but I think that wait, can you ask me the question again? I got caught up on how pretty the book was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's great. So I was uh, I was asking about your system, which you ended up yeah. uh, putting into the book, and how you uh, how how that is actually part of your sales and marketing message now.
1: Yeah, such a good question. So, so what's interesting about the way that I work is that I'm an introvert and I work very you know, with my clients very intuitively, I mean, because that's one of my, I think, major gifts as like a teacher counselor type. Um, and so I came to this process feeling like, well, everybody is different. Everyone's so individualized in where they work and where they are. Have they quit their jobs and they're trying not to go back and fix their business? Are they starting from nothing and we're coming up with a business idea in general? You know, are they somewhere in between? Are they side hustling? So, uh, a big part of our work together was me going, I don't know. I don't think I have a system. And you going, yeah, 75% of your clients are quitting their, have quit their jobs as a result of your work together. You obviously have a system. system like, right. You obviously have a way in which you work. Mm-hmm. So extra, because of my mind doesn't necessarily think like that, I think in terms of relationships and everybody being an individual, uh, a huge part of this process for me that was so helpful was having you to help kind of reflect back, well, here are the themes, here are the steps that you seem to be taking, does that feel true, and for me to be able to go, oh, yeah, but I think it's more this than this, and for us to be able to go through that process, so that now I can say, yeah, there are seven simple steps to doing what you love and making six figures from anywhere, like, Mm -hmm. it's simple, let's talk through the seven steps, you know, if you do these, you will succeed, Mm -hmm. and that is now, you know, that I'm, When I'm working with my clients, we use them, of course. Mm -hmm. When I'm talking about the book or when someone's reading the book, they're really able to quickly identify where they are in the process, what needs to be tweaked, what needs to be strengthened, what needs to be revisited. Mm -hmm. And it's really created this hub, right, Mm -hmm. for my business.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It is. That's great. That's great. Thanks for sharing that. Um, So kind of in general, what's your core message for your target audience? And, And how do you think selling your book helped you share that message?
1: Good question. So what I see is, you know, I work with a population of high achievers, right? So these are people, myself included, who were always really good at following the roadmap. And, you know, we did well in school. We can excel at a job. But what we found is like, that's not enough for us. We want our own business. We want time freedom. We want schedule freedom. We want flexibility. We want income freedom, right? To make as much mm-hmm. as we want on our own terms. And that's where we tend to get stuck. Because there isn't a clear roadmap. Mm -hmm. And if you go online and follow Facebook ads and opt-ins and stuff like that, it's super overwhelming. Yeah. And that's where we get stuck because it isn't the clear plan. So we think what we need is a clear plan. But then once we, even if we have a clear plan, what we come up against and what we recognize is that it's not just a clear plan. We also need the right mindset. Mm
0: -hmm. So we need
1: self-belief because every single high achiever I've ever talked to struggles with self-doubt, like to a T. And then, but we think there's something wrong with us and that it's not just like a muscle to be strengthened, right? Uh, A new mindset to learn. And so you have to have both simple strategies, right? A clear plan, Mm -hmm. but you also have to have Mm self-belief. And that is not an inborn trait for most of us. It is a learned skill. Just like learning to be an entrepreneur is a learned skill for most of us. Most Mm -hmm. of us are not you know, the Gary V's of the world hustling when we're eight years old, right? Right, right. We just know that we want to be an entrepreneur, but we don't know how. And so those are the two that I work with my clients on. And really, they're infused um, throughout the book. Uh, You know, every step includes both of those things Mm -hmm. because you have to have both in order to be successful. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. And and so how do you um, – what's your most effective method for staying – kind of top of mind for your audience and how does this help you with your sales over time? I love
1: uh, podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> I love Great. them. Yeah. Yeah. I discovered that actually my very first podcast I was invited to be on. I didn't think it was something that I wanted to do because I wasn't an avid podcast listener. Mm-hmm but I was, somebody reached out to me and said, Hey, will you be on a podcast? And I was like, well, that's easy. Okay. I wound up actually having to do it from a hospital bed where I was being monitored. Oh gosh. Before I delivered, um, my second daughter. And I just told her says, yeah, I'm going to need the room for 20 minutes. Like you guys, can you just come back? Like we're hooked up. Good. Turn off the beeping. Everything's fine. You Uh know, Uh I'm going to need to just record this. And they're like, all right, (laughs) but whatever. Um so and I and I found that I loved it. I really enjoyed the conversation. And so that then led me to go, hmm, I wonder how I could get good at this. I wonder how I could appear places that I that I want and have real genuine conversations mm-hmm. and make it, you know, my goal is always to make it one of the best episodes ever and right. then establish a relationship with that person, assuming we like it, you know, and it's right. a good fit. And and grow my like grow my network and also my client base from there. And that's just been so much fun for me because as a one-on-one kind of person, um, I really, really like that personal interaction. Mm -hmm. And I love getting to spend 20, 30, 50 minutes with someone and have them actually like get to know me, Mm -hmm. um, as, as a way of providing value, of course, but also, I mean, it really does vet the people who, then come to work with me. Like I had this happen. I had an episode come out Monday. And we're recording this on Thursday. Mm-hmm. I had an episode come out on Monday. And on Tuesday I got an email from someone and said who said, You were in my head. Um, I want to work with you. <laughs> you were funny. the person that I didn't know I needed. Uh, and I was yeah. like, okay, so I talked to her yesterday, which is Wednesday, and I'm gonna, she's gonna become a client and like she's completely, you know, ideal. Mm-hmm. And and so that is a strategy I love,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and t- for staying top of mind. I also um, run a Facebook group that's a real like community of people who really support and encourage each other. Mm-hmm. It's very genuine, and because that's how I am. And mm-hmm. so showing up there consistently, um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then also you know weekly newsletters mm-hmm. uh, and occasional live streams when I feel like it. But mm-hmm. I think it, to stay top of mind, it really depends on what. I'm selling at the moment, right? Like, am I doing something broad, like launching the book? Well, then I want to get in front of as many people as possible. Am I doing something like selling the last couple of one-on-one spots before my price goes up? Well, I'm probably going to reach out to the people who are already in my audience and the people who were considering it a while ago and do some Mm -hmm. of that. Individually, but it all involves writing right
0: right 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 well, and that's actually what what, what I was going to ask you next is um, where does kind of writing or copywriting in particular fit into your kind of whole marketing plan as you as you look at everything together
1: Um mm-hmm. uh, well, you know it's something that I honestly could be stronger at it's something that I could spend more time on it's something that I may continue to outsource more it's it is it's an interesting time in my business because I am scaling
0: yeah
1: and so you know having having a morning or an afternoon or whatever to write a bunch of copy uh doesn't always happen to be honest right when it does it feels amazing and I do love to write obviously yeah Um, and so I think it's kind of a matter of looking at how to really repurpose that stuff and being super purposeful about, as you and I have discussed outside of this interview, mm-hmm. taking what's already in the book, mm-hmm. turning that into newsletters and, and, uh, you know, I have a series in my Facebook group right now that's just breaking down the seven steps. That's mm-hmm. it. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is super easy. Copy and paste, you know, out right. a photo, um, But that's all, that's all content. Yes. That's all content. It is. So in terms of copywriting, then it's tweaking it, Uh right. To add those calls to action. Right. To, um, be intentional about grabbing people, right. To do all of those things that, that you're so good at, (laughs) you know, whereas I tend to be more of just a, a, I think just a writer if that makes sense.
0: Sure, sure. But but I I know that you also really love to express yourself in writing. And so it's really important for people who enjoy doing that to make sure that they still carve out some time to do that, even as they expand their business, even as they begin to grow and have other people on their team and who do, you know, or an outsource uh, activities. Um, It's still important. If that's something that gives you joy and pleasure, that you continue to find time to do that.
1: For sure. And I definitely like, that's definitely a part of, you know, my morning routine is to journal right? So even carving out the time to go back and take some of that stuff and turn it into copywriting for the business. Yeah. That personal stuff that really tends to connect with my people. Um, Those are the types of things that, that either I will outsource Mm -hmm. or I have to create, you know, days and times and, and whatever for because I think there are probably a lot of people listening or watching like me where you're like well I just kind of I just do it as I go I just do it as I go I need a newsletter this week and if you're already way ahead of me and you're like batching for you know months and good for you <laughs> but everybody has their everybody has their strengths right and everybody mm-hmm. has their their um, systems that sort of have worked for them to get to this point and so that's what I'm seeing as a as a way to get to the next level.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. That's great. Um, well, let's talk a little bit more about your business itself now as, as you're, and, and how you help your clients with this. As your clients leave their nine to five in order to start their own business, what do you tell them or ask them or speak to them about so they can begin to clarify their core message for their audience?
1: It's such a great question. Most of the clients that I have are really confused about niching down. That, that feels really nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. I don't want to leave anyone out, right? Right. And so I have a couple of ways in which I work with them. One of my nine-to-five jobs was as a career counselor. I did that for several years. So I've got that training and that skill set to help people actually like identify what they want to do. And then, of course, the entrepreneurial piece to turn that into a business. Sure. Uh, so we look at their background. Uh, I have this exercise called a confidence resume. Where I have you go back and list all the things, the accomplishments that you've had in your life, the things that you've achieved, the things that you've survived, the hard things that you have survived. Mm -hmm. And to kind of be able to look at that on paper and go, wow, you know, I really have done a lot in my life. Because as I mentioned, high achievers walk around with a ton of self-doubt feeling like we're not good enough most of the time. And so why would anyone want to buy from me, et cetera? Mm -hmm. What do I have to offer? So we start by looking at what they have to offer and also asking the question, who do you take a stand for? Mm
0: -hmm. Who do you
1: take a stand for? Because I think that question was really pivotal for me when Mm -hmm. I was defining my niche. Mm
0: -hmm. And I was
1: like, oh, well, I take a stand for high achievers who can't figure out a way out of their nine to fives. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) It's actually not just everyone in the world. (laughs) No, that person. Interesting. So. That, that question I think is one that you, you know, you could ask yourself right now and have some clarity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then from there we look at, okay, some of the tactical pieces, like what kind of income are we looking to replace? You know, how long do we want to work with our clients or our niche? How long do they need support? Mm-hmm. I, I used to work with my clients for three months when I first got started in this business. So what I found is that that wasn't enough time for them to implement because most of them were working nine to fives. Right. So I expanded to six months, and I said, cool, let's let's do this thing for half a year, right? Mm-hmm. And so you can actually start to get traction with me walking alongside of you. So I think knowing your niche in that way is mm-hmm. really important as well, mm-hmm. uh, and designing a package um, and a price that's going to allow you to strategically replace your income.
0: Right, right. And I just want to point out to listeners and viewers here, too, that, I mean, this is so totally relevant to the topic of copywriting for sales pages, because The the bottom line is, if you don't have absolute clarity on whom you're serving, what their problem is, and how you plan to help them, then nothing else matters. Really, nothing else matters. And so what Christine is sharing in terms of how she helps her clients zero in on their niche and what the problems are and and how they can help people is absolutely relevant to the whole topic that we're talking about here.
1: Yeah, I love that. And really... Deb, I feel like it's just putting different language around the exact questions that you're asking because I think sometimes it can feel a little overwhelming when you hear that. If you if you, what, what your mind returns is, well, I don't know, uh, then that can feel really stressful, right? right so it's right. really just like, that was me. I was like, well, I don't know. What problem can I help it with? I don't know, right? So it's just putting different language around that so that right. maybe asking the question in a different way actually gets you an answer.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's great. And, and when, because <laughs> I have some coach training prior to, to being a writer as well, and, and, and one of the questions that is always really useful when somebody says, I don't know, is, well, what if you did know? If you did know, yeah. And it's amazing when you ask that question of yourself or somebody asks it of you, all of a sudden the creative juices start to flow, and you're like, oh, well, if I did know, then. <laughs> Isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah, it is weird. I don't know, but what if you did know? Oh, I do know actually, <laughs> yeah, which is a great one um well listen what's a what's a great sales or marketing story you can share with us? it maybe it's one of yours or maybe it's one of your clients you know what's what's something that you would love to share in terms of um either copywriting that really made a difference or a sales page that was great or or a message that really resonated what's what's something that you can share with us
1: yeah, I think that the story of the book launch is a really great one sure um, you know. There have been some, not random, but, you know, blips, big blips along the way of my journey. Like I got featured on Ariana Huffington's Facebook page and Twitter account and I had some big, like cool wins like that, that, you know, just were the result of being consistent and knowing my message. Yes. Um, But the process then of writing and planning for the book to launch and go number one and as a bestseller in at least one category, we were very strategic about that Mm -hmm. and, about the launch and about the, um, how we were, what goal we wanted to accomplish with the launch itself, right? right? There are a lot of different goals that we could accomplish. I wanna sell this many books, I wanna make this much money, Mm -hmm. Um, but I was very clear that I wanted the number one bestseller thing. Mm -hmm. And so we designed the launch strategically around that entire thing, right? Uh, And the sales page, that you wrote for, which is the income replacement which everyone can check out, uh, <laughs> was very, and is very compelling because we were very super, super clear on exactly what people, uh, were going to get out of the book mm-hmm. and we provided social proof and you can see my happy face talking about it in a video. and. Yep. We broke it down, right? That sales page with multiple calls to action with the option to get bonuses when you buy the book. All of those things mm-hmm. are super, super strategic that you wrote the copy for um, resulted in us going number one, starting the day before launch. The, <laughs> the day before launch, yeah. <laughs> it and staying at number one and going number one, and I'm pretty sure all all 10 categories, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and not only number one bestseller, which is the first thing that you get, but then our number one new release, but then number one bestseller.
0: Right. Right. And
1: so that was how we designed everything. And, uh, and we really honed in on the few things that we felt were going to be the most, uh, impactful Mm -hmm. because I got a ton of advice. Right. And it was like, okay, what, what are going to be the things that we can actually follow through on? How can we make this easy for people to share? Right. Writing a lot of copy that was easy for them to copy and paste, right. right? Putting it all in a centralized place, um, sending out some mass emails to the people who are, you know, my biggest fans on my launch team. And I've heard many people say, you know, Christine, you really blew up my newsfeed that week. (laughs) Everybody was talking about your book. And I was like, yeah, by design. Right. Yeah. I mean I'm so 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 grateful that people were willing to share the message and
0: I wrote a lot of emails for that.
1: <laughs> yeah, you did. You wrote a lot of emails for that. And
0: then I know you added some too. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 and posts, right? Yep. Yep. That people could put on social. And so we just we just put our heads together and you led the you led the copywriting side mm-hmm. and the launch side and we utilized my network and uh the the sort of technical side of the amazon algorithm right and a clear message to incentivize people to buy
0: and i think that's key too you got to have the clear message and you and you are totally clear on what your message is and who you're helping and why and um i think that's where a lot of a lot of business owners as you indicated earlier that's where they struggle and so it's uh if, if you don't have that clear message, nothing else matters.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And you know, what's so interesting too, is that there are times, of course, like, I just want to share this because I think it's helpful. There are times when I'm like, oh, you know, I, I've been doing this for a while. Like I could definitely work with higher level clients. Maybe I should switch my messaging, you know,
0: Uh,
1: because I, because it's different and it's fun and, you know, it's always fun to mix things up. And, and I have like, business besties who I regularly help who, you know, make a lot more money than me and I'm able to provide them that same clarity and, you know, help them whatever. So what I think is interesting though, is that like, I still get clients like that Mm -hmm. by being super clear on one message. So it it really has not meant that I don't get people who are already out of their nine to five and want to scale
0: Mm -hmm. because
1: ultimately they just relate to me and how I work work with Mance, simple strategies and self-belief. Yeah. If that's something that you need, that's going to resonate, whether or not you need to replace your income, you know? And so I, whether or not you're still in a nine to five. So I think like giving yourself that permission to be super, super clear on your message and then getting your mindset to the place where you trust that it's going to continue to bring the right people to you, whether they're that exact person or not, mm-hmm. that's really, really helpful as a belief to have.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's really powerful. Um, Well, I kind of want to wrap up a little bit here. And the question that I usually ask at this point is, uh, what do you know now that you wish you had known when you started? And would you do anything differently?
1: Mm, When I started my business? Yeah. Yep. I think what's relevant for this conversation is that, I did a lot of paid advertising to initially build my business and a lot of Facebook ads because that's what I was taught. And I came from running a digital marketing agency. That was my first business. And so I was good at Facebook ads. Mm. That was a comfort zone for me. But in this industry and in this type of business, I wish that I had spent more time uh, being super, super clear on my message and using that to build relationships rather than casting this, really, really wide net with Facebook ads because while it worked Mm -hmm. and while I got great clients from it, it costs too much, Yeah, you know? And so what I find now is that in the current stage of my business, I'm not running ads Mm -hmm. and my business continues to grow at a much higher uh, ROI because I don't have that output for ads because I'm so clear on my message. And because I've learned how to Use that clear message to leverage free publicity, organic reach, and creating real relationships with people, whether they are colleagues, whether they are potential clients, or whether they are big-time influencers.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's all about the relationship, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, and just being really clear on who you serve and Mm -hmm. being a genuinely nice person. Yeah. you know like being a real person right even though it's an online business you're still a real person you don't have to hide behind all these layers of everything if there's someone you want to know my dog is excited because i'm getting excited if you hear that um if there's some someone that you want to know reach out to them right and then be willing to say yeah this is who i work with rather than oh i can help anyone and la 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 la, right no this is what i do like give yourself permission to stay in your lane Mm -hmm. and it's likely that you're going to start getting referrals because people are like, Oh, Christine's the one who does that. I'm really clear on what I do. I do this over here, but I can send them what I like her and she's a nice person.
0: Yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, Christina, this, this has been a fabulous conversation. I think people should get tons of value from it. Thank you so much. Um, I know you mentioned theincomereplacementformula.com. Is there any place
1: else that, that, there it is. Is there any place else that people can find you, get more from yeah. yeah, you can find me at lifewithpassion.com. Okay. There's a link to my free Facebook group there on the homepage. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, the income replacement formula is also available on Amazon.
0: That's terrific. Well, thank you so much. I, it was great, conver- great conversation. I'm really glad that we had this today. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for having me. Okay, take care. Hey, my name is Deborah Owen from Big League Copywriting. Knowing how to write copy for your business is one of the most important skills you can learn, but I see many business owners making easily correctable mistakes. Find out if you're making some of these mistakes by getting your copy up why your sales page isn't converting 12 big mistakes business owners make when writing their own copy and you can find that at bit.ly slash why sales page isn't converting so let's get you some sales page success